Oh, baby. We're back. Back, back, back. We got Ryan again. I guess this is your last time on the show before you head out. Yeah, unless it's like an early show tomorrow. You know Will can't pull that off. This guy, he's been tweaking. Hey, man. He's been twisting all types of me knobs and needles, <laughs> this guy over here. Every time, like, was it yesterday? I'm like, Will, we got to shoot over there. He's like, no. Or was that the day before? Day before. Day before. He's like, no. The set is not ready. Uh, he takes this thing very seriously. And I appreciate that about him. It's the finer details that really make all the difference. Uh, we were talking just before we started rolling here. The crypto crash 2022. We got all-time lows. This is not a crypto show, but that's just like the biggest story. I got people just hitting me up in the my my like regular life chats. And then I was like, oh, this is mainstream. The people want to talk the cryptos. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, let's do it on this show. I guess some people have been affected by it. Uh, I'm not one of these. I'm not out there trading on the daily basis. We just spoke about this. Willie Do had his own issues, but he's recovered. And so yeah, recovering. He's all oh, recovering. I guess that's what it is, right? You're yeah. always reco- yeah, that's what it is. Um but nonetheless, we're see we're seeing some panic. Uh Reuters calling it crypto meltdown as well as others. So is the title of this live stream. Oh, so is the title of this live stream because I think it's just there's something about the word meltdown. It, yeah. That's exactly it. That yeah. just it's a very attractive word. Tracks your attention. I don't want to melt down. What else melts down? A reactor, a nuclear reactor can melt down. Yeah, very serious. Uh, but it also implies, the word meltdown implies that it was always possible for something to melt down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that it was volatile to begin with, which in crypto's case, some might find that fitting. Others might be yelling and screaming saying, no, 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 no. That's why the word stable is right below it, mm-hmm. which brings us actually to, I guess, how some of this went down. Uh, well, Tether, a stablecoin, did drop below its dollar peg, but it recovered actually pretty quickly. Now, my understanding in the case of Tether that you've actually got currency, you've actually got the correct hedge uh, versus the stablecoin stable that was sort of at the forefront of a lot of this meltdown or at least was the first, uh, the first domino. <laughs> <laughs> You just, House pic- of cards. you just pi- you picture a row of dominoes, but slow motion, and one after the other. Meltdown in Terra USD, one of the world's largest stable coins, sent shockwaves. That's another one. Well, it's meltdown That's a good in shockwaves. Yeah, we need a headline. We one day we need a title of uh, a video just with those words. That's it. Shockwave yeah. meltdown. How about just the shockwave meltdown? The shockwave has melted down. Placeholder. That, I don't know. For I mean, a future yeah, show. Also, this sounds appetizing. Crater. What would, a, it, what would a shockwave be if you could buy it out of a freezer and it was an ice cream treat? Would it be sour? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, come it on, Will, you be sour. Gotta, come on, you've been on this show for 10 years. <laughs> come on, you got to know we got to move, we move quick from one to the next. No, IPM. A hundred percent. You're right. Sour because it's a shock. sour. It's gonna, yeah, it's it's a, gonna shock the system. There's a lemon lime going on. Wave, there's a maybe, lemon lime. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's got the. It's a beachy vibe. Maybe because of yeah, the wave a Hawaii aspect. vibe. It's got a beachy yeah, vibe on yeah. the uh, wrapper. 
sent shockwaves through the cryptocurrency markets on Thursday, pushing another major stablecoin tether below its dollar peg. Cryptocurrency has been swept up in a sell-off across high-risk assets, which picked up steam this week as data showed U.S. inflation running high. U.S. inflation running <laughs> When you see trillion in the new, like, yeah. you know, that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, a big yeah. deal. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yes, it is. When you see trillion in the financial news, it's usually not a good thing. What's after trillion? Remind me. What's the next Quadrillion? One? I've never heard that trillion one. Trillion is try, so something quad right, okay. would be the four. Just wanted to check that. Um, let's see here. Uh, U.S. inflation running hot. Fears about economic impact of aggressive central bank tightening. Sell-off is taking the combined market value of all cryptocurrencies to $1.2 trillion, less than half of where it was last November. Less than half last November. Now, we were looking at these charts. Obviously, crypto just exploded in the uh, COVID era. We are talking about a lot of people... Uh, Becoming interested in alternative currencies, having a little time on their hands, a little COVID time. And uh, some got into the stock market. That's well documented. Some got into the cryptos. And obviously other things happened like NFTs, of which Will went from a four to a three in recent memory on his heat meter for NFTs. Are we are we holding at a three or are you down to a two after today's We're news? hodling. We're hodling. Oh, okay. I guess that's a good thing. That's good. Yeah. You're we're hodling N uh, NFTs or crypto. What are we doing? Uh, NFTs. Oh, it's okay. a three. It's still Solid a three. three. Oh, you're hodling your ranking. See, that was a little confusing. I thought yeah, you okay. were. I thought maybe you went up I in your interest better, level. So. Well, because hodling. Yeah, with the it's, it's, no, but yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that on uh, in exchange for the. What was the wave? The shock, shock wave. wave. Oh, okay, you and yeah, I, can, right. we can transact. <laughs> okay. I take your hodl and I raise you one shockwave. Okay. We're is, on the same page what, now. Uh, one quick one here. Is Will old enough to remember the shockwave that Sony made? I know Lou is. The what? Shockwave? The Walkman? That was Panasonic. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm into these things, but you don't need... They, Sony had a Discman as well, but theirs skipped. Their initial one. Shockwave was sick. It did not. They skip. had something called DSP. There it is. Or something, something along those lines. I don't remember the name of it. And then Panasonic was like, "Oh, we we see your disc man, and we raise you one shockwave." It it had the clamps. You can see yeah. them on this. Anyway, it, it was. You sick. could oh, still yeah. you could still skip it if you tried. But this was revolutionary. And since uh, our, on our last show, we were talking about RIP iPod. Mm, yep. Well, this was the precursor even to that. Yeah. Forty second shock resistance. So you could just be slamming the thing up to that long. I guess the buffer. I don't even mm. know how it worked. Was there some sort of a? Because you have a laser reading the disc, and you have a motor. Imagine that in your pocket. All those moving parts. It was an amazing technological Crazy. feat at that point in time. This is the nineties. It right? was also kind of a flex with the neon colors. Like if mm -hmm. you had that at high school or whatever, maybe it was like just before high school for me. But if you had one of these, kind of a flex. Yeah. Like the oh, yeah. you're talking about the guy who's got the shock wave. Oh, yeah, that, I know that guy. Yeah, uh, anyway, shockwave. I, you, you rung a bell right when you said yeah. it, and I had to bring it up. Yeah, okay. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. actually. Nice yeah. little throwback there. 
Um, Bitcoin, the largest cryptocurrency by market cap, hit a low of 25,401.05 on Thursday. I don't know what it's at right this second, but that's a few hours ago as, uh, when this article was written. That's the lowest since December 28th, 2020, before re recovering later in the session. I mean, a lot of things are down. Stock market's down. It's a lot of inflation panic. You came on the show yesterday. You were sitting in a different spot, but you were talking about inflation. Yeah, we, that's been a hot yeah, topic. You triggered all of this. All this, you triggered it. You came the over meltdown. here. You flew in here from Calgary. You you wore a T-shirt that said "inflation inflated." I'm sending shockwaves, and you sent a shockwave, and now the market. I don't even know if it's going to be able to recover. Thanks to you, unbelievable. You know what I was thinking? Like when we were we were reading it, like it just it hit me that like if you're not on the the crypto, you're it's either you're in or you're out. Um, mm -hmm. And if you're out, mm. it's a time like this when you're like, I told you so, you know, uh, oh. like your buddy Jeffrey, it's like, or whoever, whatever. And, and, you do yeah. have a buddy but named Jeff. I do you? have a buddy <laughs> too. But, Is he into crypto? <laughs> Ah, uh, he may be. Uh, uh, but no, point, point, well, you don't have to call him out that no, way. No, no, but the point point being is that on the flip side, yeah. if you're the guy that's in it, and I do have some friends that are heavily, I, I wouldn't say heavily vested, but like they, they've been dabbling for a while. Um, they're the ones when it's high, and they're like, oh, man, should have got should have got in I, like mm. five, six years ago. I, you know, and it's it's a constant, like it's the, the I don't know, the, the beam, you know, the... Uh, science grade nine what's the beam and you got it's going down it's going up balance beam balance beam i, I don't know sure. i don't know what you're anyway about, yeah. i'm just saying you got one or the other there's no middle it's like if you're that guy you're that guy if you're the other guy you're mm, the other guy mm. maybe there's a little middle mm. but either you're kind of in or you're out and mm. you're skeptical if you're out and you're very like into it if you're in it there's I something think. about the human psychology and kind of maybe it's somehow related to the armchair quarterback thing it's like we were watching the game last night and we're, why didn't he just do that oh yeah why what if, if only he just cut back the other and it's like yeah from all the way out there yeah that's one thing but it's like a totally different thing when you're in the mix making the real-time decision it's a lot like that where all of a sudden things become clear to you because time has passed or because the all the details have unveiled themselves and then you want to take credit for it or you want to take blame for it but the truth is that in the moment these things are very difficult to to uh predict like accurately process, calculate, all the time yeah, yeah. Right? It's, uh, yeah. What's the hindsight 2020? That's Yeah, the I think the hindsight might be 2020. It's, yeah. Saying's been around for a little while. It's a good saying. Yeah. Objects in the, in the rear view are closer than they seem. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. Yep. Mm -hmm. Stablecoin, Terra USD has been hit by the turmoil. Well, Terra, that's okay. That's what this is all about. Never mind Tether. I think Tether's already recovered. Terra, on the other hand, not so much. They had a sort of a different approach to this idea of a stable coin. Um, yeah, so it fell. This is supposed to be pinned to USD, but it fell as low as 31 cents. Uh, Thursday, it made it back to 47 stable coins in general. A little description here. Digital tokens pegged to the value of traditional assets, such as the U.S. dollar. But Terra is algorithmic or decentralized stablecoin was supposed to maintain its dollar peg via complex mechanism, which involves swapping it with another free-floating token. Well, what's that noise supposed to mean? Complex mm. mechanism? Mm. Never invest in a complex mechanism. Yeah, don't do that. Unless it's a 
an electric car or something like that. Sure. That's a complex mechanism you're allowed to invest in. No, uh, it, it's a, I guess they were kind of pitching it as some uh, freewheeling, uh, high-tech, new version of a stable coin. I honestly didn't know anything about it until uh, reading about it here after this collapse. There was some kind of um, incentive structure as well with the sister token where you would earn tremendous... Uh, interest at 20%. Mm-hmm. Anyway, point being is uh, a bunch of it, 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 it appears to be triggered by billions of dollars worth being sold off and then obviously whatever else ensued. And then the market just in general being a little bit, uh, as mentioned in the beginning of this article, the market being a little bit soft and, and uh, pe- people worrying about wider spread economic factors and trying to get out ahead of it. Uh, I think that pretty much encompasses it. I don't know as an audience how 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 much you guys are into the crypto stuff, how much this affects you or not. Uh, but we were just talking earlier about the emotional impact of this, of, of I guess, trading in general, which is maybe different than long-term investing. Of course, we talked in the past about Elon going on Twitter and saying, hey, just invest in the companies you like, the products they're making. And the only way you sell is if they're no longer doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's a, that you can feel the calm that sets in as far as like investment strategies concerned for your own psychology if you just follow that because that's easier to gauge than all of this complicated, all these complex mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So I think for most people that might be the way to go, but uh, by all means, do as you will, do as you must. And uh, we're going to be here for the long haul. So whatever happens in crypto, mm-hmm. you're damn sure it's going to show up on this show. And uh, we'll be here for the recovery, right, Will? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, we're not here. It's just empty yeah. chairs. It's just empty chairs. Just NFTs. Apple has lost its position as most valuable firm amid tech sell-off. 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 There's a place around here called Sell-Off Vacations. Have you ever heard that? Selloffvacations.com. Nice jingle. Nailed it. Uh, Shout out, Jesse. He says, ApeCoin went up 34% today. Lucky. I just bought a ton of it just a couple (laughs) days ago. Not too late for you guys to get in. (laughs) Looks like it's time the community pump ApeCoin. (laughs) Shockwave time. Yeah, no, no financial advice on this show. Uh, Jesse, we do absolutely appreciate your support, though, as usual. Uh, So, yeah, Apple affected. Tech affected. In general, Tesla affected. We were checking their stock earlier. It's it's all depends on your perspective. Either you think that things are are stabilizing and getting where they should be, or you think uh, it's an opportunity. You think, oh, this is this is great. Now it's time for me to buy more Apple, or now it's time for me to buy more Teslas. Who I've been waiting for. Can you do uh, like a five year on Apple there, Will? I mean, you can see it's still still up there on a five year. What about a one year? Apple, $142.56 at the time that we're shooting this. Um, but anyway, I guess this was enough for their uh, market value to go below whoever the next closest was. So who did they get passed by? Saudi Arabian oil and gas producer Aramco has reclaimed the top spot from the iPhone maker for the first time in almost two years. Investors have been selling shares in technology firms as they move into what they see as less risky assets. 
Bitcoin, other major cryptocurrencies, and digital assets have also continued to fall sharply. Shares in Apple fell by more than 5% in New York on Wednesday to end the trading day with a stock market valuation of $2.37 trillion. That meant it lost its position as the world's most valuable company in the world to oil and gas producer Ramco, which was valued at $2.42 trillion. I mean, it's still very close, and this fluctuates from day to day depending on these share prices. This is the first time that Aramco has held the top spot since 2020. Shares in energy producers have risen this year as the cost of crude oil and natural gas have gone up. Well, a lot of oil and gas talk uh, sort of accelerated by what's going on over there in Ukraine. Uh, all of a sudden, many Western European nations sitting there saying, "We, what are we going to do without this energy, this Russian energy? And... Uh, I guess we just got people thinking about these resources again and also trying to beat inflation, I suppose, something like that. Anyway, this is 4470. Obviously, uh, uh, like I said, this can change from day to day. So Apple could could be the number one company again tomorrow, mm-hmm. considering how close this matchup. I'm sure this doesn't matter to them one bit, but it is interesting to us nonetheless. Uh, in January, Apple became the first company to hit a stock market valuation of $3 trillion for a moment. That's 3TN. They just write TN. It was one of the big winners of the pandemic as coronavirus lockdown saw spending on gadgets jump. That's true. When you're at home, gadgets. We're just talking about when that, you're going right? out, oil. Mm. <laughs> when you're going out, am, yeah. am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Oil, gadgets. Uh, but that's that's going to move some money around the market in all types of ways. The fact that people are going to go back out, I, I, crypto included. <laughs> crypto is not so useful out and about as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I use using crypto uh, on my vacation to, to uh, buy all my goods and services. Then maybe that's a different story mm-hmm. eventually. Five Apple features Google just ripped off at I.O. 2022. Of course, Macworld <laughs> would go with that headline. They got your attention. Well, uh-huh. good uh, good tech giants borrow, great tech giants steal. This is, of course, a famous quote uh, also used by Steve Jobs at one point. I, I actually said this prior to reading this. I said this yesterday when I looked at how much hardware they talked about. I looked at the style of the presentation. It crossed my mind as well that they were getting better at it, and I still think Apple is the best as far as these key, keynote presentations go. They've uh, They've kind of perfected the experience of a keynote at its annual io conference wednesday google unveiled a slew of new products features and services that will roll out over the following months we got a peek at the new pixel tablet watch and phone a new budget pixel 6a uh, we also got a pe- uh, peek at the pixel 7 7 pro uh, they talked about google wallet uh, their tablet that they're going to do plus tablet apps and multitasking these are, of course, comparisons to things that Apple has highlighted at previous keynotes. Um, universal copy and paste. Uh, you'll soon be able to copy a URL or picture from your phone and paste it on your tablet. The system seen below seems a bit clunkier than Apple's utterly seamless universal copy and paste. But hey, it's a, it's a very uh, snarky, anti-Google sentiment on Macworld. No surprise whatsoever. But... I am, you know, it always used to kind of baffle me a little bit. I know there's a lot of engineers work on these things and uh, you would hope to 
kind of, uh, I suppose, get credit where credit is due. But in technology, it's so hard for not to adopt superior methods mm-hmm. and, and not to grow from the advancements of other companies and build on top. And so it was always hard for me to get behind these kind of wars of like one or the other, especially since I'm a guy who constantly uh, has cross-platform devices yeah. in my daily uh, experience like I would do one thing on a MacBook and then another thing on an Android phone and then pick up an iPad over here and then use some other smart TV streaming device and then Android Auto and like it's like what and then all other Google products like Gmail and so forth and uh, YouTube Premium subscriber like it's not like that it doesn't work that way in my mind that it's an all or nothing type of thing I see progress in one place I'm like okay you should adopt this this other company, however you can adopt this, adopt. And I remember when they were having beefs over patents and software patent disputes, and you're patenting a certain sequence of a way you did something. You're like, can you really patent that? That seems like it's got to be there. Mm-hmm. That seems so utilitarian that it shouldn't be exclusive to one company or brand. So, and then of course the poaching of employees and programmers and so forth. Uh, they also talked about Pixel. Pixel Buds Pro, which of course is a lot like uh, AirPods Pro, uh, including the terminology Pro. Google unveiled and teased a bunch of hardware announcements. Yes, including the the uh, 6A, the Buds Pro. No one will confuse the Buds A series wireless earbuds with AirPods. The Pixel Buds Pro have a very similar feature set to AirPods Pro. You get noise canceling, transparency mode, spatial audio, and find my tracking, and an in-ear design that seems similar to the rumors of the AirPods Pro 2. Call them rivals if you must, but we'll just call them copycats. They're really trying to get get you riled. Yeah. yeah. They really want me riled, wait, wait, but I'm he, not riled. What's the, the, the guy that's writing this? I can get riled if you want me to get riled. Why does he say we'll call you? Is it him and his like whole... He's, yeah, his it's, it's Mac World. He oh. speaks on behalf of the entire oh, Mac World. Oh, I see. So, But it's... Listen, it's... No, that's fun. I like no, it. No, he's having fun. It's good. I mean, let's... Listen. Yeah. Let's, let's call it what it is. He's mm-hmm. having a bit of fun. Yeah, and, sure. And... Uh, there's definitely he's he's definitely not trying to rile me. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little banter in there. Yeah, that's what I would call it. And then uh, last thing, last comparison they're making here: digital crown. And I guess they showed that off on the mm, the new watch, circular design, the new Pixel watch. Uh, yes. They really didn't show us much on that watch, but it was. Uh, it's funny, like we looked at it, and maybe it's the way they showed it in the video, but it seemed very sleek. But he says fairly sizable bezel, so mm. I guess it's not that impressive to him. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll reserve my judgment until I see it in person. There's not too many uh, real world style images of it at the moment, but yeah, the crown does look familiar. Yeah, I mean it looks it looks like a circular Apple Watch for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Twitter CEO pushes out top execs, freezes hiring. Paraj asked me to leave after letting me know that he wants to take the team in a different direction. Hmm. Does that does that mean he's hanging around in the Elon so era? Now. Yeah. Him and Elon, they sorted it out. Pals. Mm-hmm. Trump's coming back. <laughs> yeah. 
I hope Twitter so. is shaking up its top leadership. The first move came as consumer product leader Kayvon Beckpour announced on Twitter that the current CEO asked me to leave after letting me know that he wants to take the team in a different direction. Bruce Falk, the general manager of revenue and head of product for its business side, confirmed in a now deleted tweet that he was also fired by Agrawal. Ooh, cleaning house, mm -hmm. cleaning house, new era, getting things ready for the renovation. Different directions. You got to uh, demolish the old and bring in the new. Dare I say shockwave? Hey, you, you might, it, you know what? It might be a meltdown inside. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> well, you were talking last night. We were watching your hockey team last night. Yeah. And you said your guy came in and he brought his guys with him. Remember oh, that? Oh, the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Sutter. Yeah. He said, look, he brought his guys with him. Mm -hmm. That's he, the way he knows how to get things done. Yeah. Cause he's, he's won with them before. So he wanted the guys he needed to build his team. And they had to take somebody else's jobs, didn't they? Absolutely. Different Absolutely direction. Absolutely. They did. Going in a different direction. So there's going to be some type of re renovation over at Twitter. We don't know exactly what it's going to be. Now, Jay Sullivan. Uh, will take over as both the head of product and interim head of revenue. These moves are occurring at the same time Elon Musk moves forward with his $44 billion purchase of Twitter, although he hasn't taken ownership of the company yet. These things take time. Here is the memo that the CEO of Twitter wrote to his employees at the beginning of the pandemic. In 2020, the decision was made to invest aggressively to deliver big growth in audience and revenue. And as a company, we did not hit intermediate milestones that enable confidence in these goals interesting inter maybe he's hanging around he's talking like he's hanging around yeah he's he's got to be hanging around he's talking like he's hanging around or he has a shot to hang around it's like deal's not done yet but uh, let's go get some things uh, cleaned up and see if maybe what i'm stepping into here maybe there's some th parts worth salvaging maybe i don't need to bring that many people over mm -hmm. maybe uh, maybe uh, there's some talent over here I mean, I'm just speculating. Uh, here we have some of the tweets. Interrupting my paternity leave to share some final Twitter-related news. I'm leaving the company after seven years. This is uh, Kayvon Beckpour. The truth is, this isn't how and when I imagined leaving Twitter, and this wasn't my decision. Paraj asked me to leave after letting me know that he wants to take the team in a different direction. I, I mean, I guess if you don't meet your goals, and that's, uh, that's the way it goes. Corporate, corporate America. Mm-hmm. You'll meet your goals. You go get some different goals somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So two Twitter leaders leaving in latest company sh shakeup. This is a replica of the last article, I guess. Uh, let me yeah. just check. Yeah, it looks is. like it. Tesla Model 3 becomes a six-ton electric tank with giant chain tracks. Look at this. <laughs> Shut up. Is that real? Well, don't goof with me like that. <laughs> don't goof around my emotions, all right? Well, let's find out. <laughs> don't treat me like a crypto investor on this day. <laughs> maniacs, it says. <laughs> a bunch of maniacs decided to turn a Tesla Model 3 into a tank with some giant chain tracks, resulting in a six-ton electric off-roading machine. At Electric, we believe every ground transport vehicle is going to go battery electric over the next few decades, and that includes off-roading vehicles. Well, that's what Will's looking for. Mm -hmm. I don't know about this one, but... Somebody sent me a tweet, actually. They said they found your, your spec, Bronco. Did they tag you in that? Hmm? I don't know. They took a picture of a Bronco, and they said it matches your spec. Oh, no, I didn't see it. Uh, maybe they, did for, they, they probably only tagged me, but uh, it was pretty good-looking Bronco. I'm just... I'm telling you. I don't know. I was just... Right? Your spec... Because you, you, you had the... 
What color was it? It was the gray color, right? Yeah. Yeah, the gray color. Yeah, that's what he sent me. Okay. Wow. And it had the hard top, and it had the wheels that you put on. It was looking like yours. Maybe it's on its way here. It's Early good. delivery. It's a lucky fellow. Just saying. Um, so some people can't wait for that to happen. Uh, we've seen Teslas with snow tracks. And, but these guys wanted to do the ultimate off-road Model 3. So how about we go with tank tracks on it instead? Let's catch a glimpse of this oh, one. Oh, there's a video. That's what I was hoping uh, for. This is, seems very <laughs> oh, real to me. Oh, this is awesome. That's fun. Flames? Whoa. Yeah. That's not, a problem. Not such an off-roader at the moment. <laughs> Good oh Lord. That's not is even that, safe. Yeah, I was going to say. A little dangerous, maybe? Three hours. No, it got to be more than three wow. hours for this deal. This is amazing. And so casual, but actually yeah. like well-produced yeah, too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casual, well-produced, quick. Uh, shout that. out to this guy. What, is they, what are they called? Auto herd? Oh, the real life guys. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it says auto hero. I guess there's some partners involved in this thing. That's cool. That is cool. It seemed almost too easy. They made it seem so easy to put together. <laughs> hey, it was like a Lego kit. <laughs> They're like, yeah, of course we're putting tracks on you here. You can just buy these kits. Yeah, of course <laughs> we put tracks on here. I got to see this thing in motion. Oh. Look how high up he is at that point. Oh, that's wicked. Don't think it's going to fit into a parking spot. I don't think it's practical, Will. I don't think. Well, I mean. I don't think you'd be able to drive this one to the grocery store. That's his car. He didn't know, and now he's getting the reveal. I don't this know. guy, <laughs> he has to drive it on a daily. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know, man. He noticed. Oh. oh, it's not his car. Okay. Well, that's fine. They should do some rock climbing with it, or something. Yeah, take I it just, out there. Did they? So they're not able to take it out. Is it too risky? Or uh, I should say, rock crawling. Is it too? Yeah. <laughs> is it too risky to take it out off road? Yeah, it doesn't seem like they put it to the test. Hmm. Or maybe they're just waiting for another video. Yeah, it could yeah, be a part two. Maybe. Could be a part two. I'll tune in. That's great if they could want to be leave a, it though. Could be a part two. So, oh Whoa. my God, look at the look at the height of it now. You got to climb up there. It's a monster. I mean, very, very cool project for sure. Yeah. These type of projects, like, you remember we talked about this in the past. There's certain projects that only exist because YouTube exists. Without YouTube, this doesn't happen. Yeah, Nobody, nobody's making it. Like you have uh, yeah, to have yeah. a revenue structure that lets you invest in something insane like that and reach an audience. Maybe, maybe Discovery because they do MythBusters. Oh, right? the Discovery Channel. I got gotcha. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. You think they could have done something this zany? Maybe not this zany. Yeah, maybe not. it's a little even above what they were doing back in the day. But yeah, congrats! Shout out. Mm -hmm. Android Auto is almost ready for split screen mode as streaming video apps come to automotive Ooh, streaming video when you're not driving or for the passenger curious about that uh, while most of the big announcements from google io 2022 came yesterday during the keynote or in sessions shortly after day two has a couple of exciting product specific reveals during a session dedicated to android for cars several substantial changes were announced that will make the in-car experience more convenient and enjoyable uh, so they have a screen here, and they're kind of showing it morph to fit the different uh, aspect ratios that you would have in a vehicle design. Mm -hmm. So you might have a square aspect ratio. You might have a small rectangular, long rectangular, 
but yet the interface looks good regardless, and you're able to utilize the extra real estate in order to have more things displayed at once. So you got your Google Maps, which is kind of dynamic. It can move to the top of the screen, the side of the screen, and then enable you to still have your messages as well as your media, and then a little bit of nav on the bottom to initiate your Google Assistant. A pretty clean look. Uh, I'm not going to complain about it. First spotted late last year, this mode puts the navigation view, media player, and contextual overlay all in the same screen. The new layout adapts to any screen size and aspect ratio reorienting. It's designed to make the best use of space. Um, I wonder the adoption of this. Like, wouldn't it be nice if you had some sort of uh, ubiquitousness of interfaces across cars? You jump in a car... Just yeah. like you pick up a phone, it's like, oh, that's Android. Oh, that's uh, iOS. I always uh, wondered with that. You just get in a car and it's like, oh, this car runs Android or this car runs iOS or uh, this car runs Tesla's interface or whatever. Like if there was a handful that you needed to know. But the automakers, they're always so outdated. Mm-hmm. And then from vehicle to vehicle, they have different versions and generations. And you're always, every time you step in a car, you're kind of learning a new one. Yeah. I mean, with EVs nowadays, like there's different drive selectors. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, very confusing. Drive selectors? Oh, it's not even just the yeah. EVs, man. The, yeah. the other day, Kirk was driving one of, one of my cars and he, had, he was just sitting there. <laughs> what is it? He was just supposed to follow Where am me. I? <laughs> he was supposed to follow me and he just wasn't moving. Hmm. And I was like almost out of the parking lot. And I'm like, okay, I better spin back and see what's going on. He couldn't find where the drive was. Yeah. yeah so. But that's yeah, you're right. I was driving the uh, well, the, and the Tesla is the craziest. The Tesla, uh-huh. because it's on the screen, and those other uh, oh, sort of right, backup yeah. area doesn't light up. So if you never drove it before. You don't feel very confident when you hit the accelerator. I mean, if you've driven, if you're driving it, you don't really even notice you do it anymore. But you're swiping the screen to put mm-hmm. it in reverse, swipe down and swipe forward to put it into drive. I would have never known that. Well, eventually, the idea was that the car would be smart enough to use its sensors and previous history to know that you want to reverse because you pulled into that parking spot. But that's only Tesla. Exactly. Yeah, across cars, across cars, it's uh, terrifying. Anyway, um, so here's the other part. Originally announced earlier this year with uh, YouTube as the focus, more streaming apps now slated to join the list for Android Auto, including Tubi and Epics Now, giving drivers more way to stay entertained while charging their car or waiting to pick up food. Well, I guess you, uh, yeah, that's one of the nice things. Entertainment in cars has gotten a lot better. Mm. The Tesla is at the top of that. Me and the kids uh, just in the parking lot after the drive-through just got the movie on the big display. It's like your own movie theater in there. Mm. And... I mean, this is going to require bigger displays in cars, but it's also going to require interfaces that have easy streaming to get the content you want on there, mm-hmm. whether it be Netflix, YouTube, or otherwise. Yeah, cool stuff. Russia is resorting to putting computer chips from dishwashers and refrigerators in tanks due to U.S. sanctions, officials say. The chip chip shortage making its way, um, well, this is obviously even beyond any type of 
manufacturing shortages is sanctions and won't even allow the stuff to be sold there. U.S. says Russia is putting chips from home electronics in tanks due to the effect of sanctions. Russia's military relies heavily on technology made by the U.S. and allies who've banned exports. The U.S. Commerce Secretary said Wednesday that sanctions cripple Russia's ability to fix equipment. Russia is having to use computer chips intended for home appliances to repair its military hardware due to the impact of U.S. sanctions. We have reports from Ukrainians that when they find Russian military equipment on the ground, it's filled with semiconductors that they took out of dishwashers and refrigerators. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it works, I don't know. Uh, recycling, Ryan? Environmental friendliness? I mean, I guess. I don't know. You, you, when you're running out of options, you're going to get desperate, I guess, right? So whatever works. Yeah, that was kind of a joke, but yeah. that's definitely what's going on over there mm-hmm. is uh, out of necessity a recycling. Raimondo told the committee that exports of U.S. technology to Russia have fallen by just under 70% as a result of sanctions. It's really interesting. It doesn't go to 100. It's like 70% of things uh, are not going to be exported. 30%, those are okay still. Yeah. I wonder how they make those distinctions. Russia's military hardware has long relied on technology made by the U.S. or its allies, but U.S. tech companies are now forbidden from exporting their products to Russia. Our approach was to deny Russia technology, technology that would cripple their ability to continue a military operation, and that is exactly what we are doing. So I guess these reports are uh, what the U.S. would want to see. I guess it's implying that the sanctions are working, that they're going to have to resort to harvesting parts from other places also very scary knowing that you're going to war in russia if you're like a russian soldier you have to like drive a tank that has like a it's a dishwasher fridge chipset yeah well now you'll, you're, you'll never look at your refrigerator the same way yeah it's basically a tank without a gun or tracks right uh, or a motor or green but it's got the chip it's got the chip Finland leaders announced decision to apply for NATO membership. We've been following this since the rumors, since it was nothing but rumors, and now it is real, and it's a big deal. Finnish President Soli Ninisto and Prime Minister Sanna Marin announced on Thursday their intention to submit an application to join the NATO military alliance without delay. Russia, which shares an 810-mile border with Finland, classified the country's decision as a threat. Sweden is expected to decide if it is also applying for membership in the coming days, which the rumor was that they were going to join along. Um, They have obviously a relationship with Finland as well. A lot of people don't realize the scale of that shared border and proximity of Finland to Russia. When the war first broke out, there were actually reports of packed trains fleeing St. Petersburg into Finland, into Helsinki, as a means of getting out of Russia. Uh, But look at this. Yeah, I mean, we've got a big shared border up there in the north. So the Ukraine thing happens. Ukraine was saying NATO, NATO, NATO. Finland, uh, who had been neutral historically forever, all of a sudden wants to expedite the NATO process because they're like, well, we share a border. I don't know. Are we are we a threat? When will we be deemed a threat? Are we is this a risk for us? So apparently the public like the idea, according to some of the polls that were posted in some of these articles, and they were moving to expedite the process as quickly as possible. Now, from the NATO front, they didn't they didn't mind. NATO was like, you want in? You want into NATO right now? They're like, we'll have you. Mm-hmm. Because it was a big NATO conversation and proximity, right? NATO means 
the possibility of extending your um, defenses, essentially. And it was part of the whole beef over there in Ukraine. They're saying, you know, if you don't stay neutral, we're coming because that brings NATO's border closer to our border. Yeah. And I guess Finland is possibly avoiding that same ultimatum by getting out ahead of it. And that's what I always wondered is what if you just do it in advance? What if you just join NATO? Because now if if Finland gets this document signed, then uh, uh, a bomb in Finland is a bomb on NATO mm-hmm. instantly. So it's very, you know, it's a strange little jostling, and but it's war and it's geopolitical and, and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. But... It was just, it was nothing more than an idea. And then it was uh, public opinion via polls. And now it's, I mean, that's pretty quick. Yeah. These processes typically take a really long time. But in this case, I think it's going to be expedited from the Finnish perspective and also from NATO's perspective. And now you just sit around and wait to see what Russia does or says, but they're, they've already called it a threat. So they're mm-hmm. not going to be huge fans of such things. Yeah. Sony announces WH-1000XM5 headphones with new design and even better noise canceling. Available May 20th for $399. That is what you put right over here, Will. I kind of like this packaging. It seems futuristic with these curves. It kind of reminds me of uh, those foam runners I have. Kind of. (laughs) Right. See what I mean? Yeah. No, I like the packaging too when I saw it. Um... They're supposed to be 100% recyclable. Yeah, I presume it's very environmentally friendly type of packaging. Here we have the black color. Actually, with this lineup, I kind of like this color a little bit more. It's not quite white. It's like a gray. Uh, And then some of the accents, I guess, are like uh, gold. These are, I mean, these have been the biggest no-brainer in consumer electronics forever. XM4, XM3, this is XM5, XM4, XM3. Um, it's just a, a, a very high performing wireless headphone with good battery life, good touch controls, a good price, relatively speaking, um, the ability to fold. I presume we're going to get a case in here like we did last time. You can open it. You have, uh, no, because aren't I going to open it the right way on the right show? Isn't this just a preview? All right. You don't believe me? I want to use no, it. No, I, I love these headphones, man. Like, I got to make a video just out of respect. Okay. I've been a part of the story of these headphones, man. So yeah. uh, you do have your choice of assistant, either Alexa or uh, Google Assistant. It says 30 hours of battery life. It says industry-leading noise canceling. Uh, this is going to give you that experience of pass-through. When you're inside the application for these, you have so much control over uh, how you want them to behave how depending on the environment how much pass through now you have a really big touch panel on the side even though i haven't opened mine yet i have i i've had to watch like a video and anyway so this giant touch panel on the side you want to trigger pass through audio to speak to someone to quickly disable your noise canceling you just hover your hand over top the side of the ear cup very natural type of movement mm. uh but yes industry leading very exciting, and uh, I'll have an unboxing video coming up very shortly because I got to play with these. And cool. Will might kill me if I don't because he said he wants to try it too. Yeah. Hurry up. 
The fastest camera car in the world is an R3 $2 million, $2 million Lamborghini Hurricane that can film at over 290 kilometers an hour. Oh, camera car. I get it. It's like, what's he talking about? So does it have the big, like the whole rig on the top as well? What? What? That doesn't even look real, man. Because because the camera looks like one of those miniature cameras, except yeah. enormous in this case, obviously. Oh my god! That looks so cool. That is cool. It's like a full out three sixty degree camera, motorized, pan tilt. It looks so heavy. It's amazing the car can remain balanced and travel at those speeds. Look at this. It's on a Lamborghini. Like that you wouldn't Well, it would have to be, right? If you're chasing around race cars. Well, it could be a different race car. Oh, what like was... it could be Ferrari, it could be Oh, Ford. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th but why I'm were just you saying so surprised? That profile, it's so I just the Lamborghini's so low. Like I don't know. I just figure there might be a better option out there. Maybe that is the best. Maybe that is what they were looking for. Well, you need something with a high top speed. I mean, you just saw the Hurricane uh, with the camera equipment traveling up to 290 kilometers an hour, right? Is that I'm, what it said? Yeah, I'm just saying. Is that what it said, Will? 290. Go back up. Let's just kilometers. verify this. I want to make sure I got it right. Yeah, yeah. 290 kilometers an hour. But any car it's chasing can obviously do the same speed. I mean, if it's following it, right? So Correct. Anyway, it, it looks amazing, though. So maybe they did a lot of research on what car it was going to be. Because you're talking about spending three, dollars $400,000 on that vehicle, right? Anyway, it's... You you want them to put it on a no, cheaper car? No, I don't want them to do anything. I'm just saying um, they, they must have took some time to pick that car, not just based oh, on I speed. Oh, I know why they picked it. Why? Because the car is called the Lamborghini Huracan. And then they can call this one the Lamborghini Huracam. Oh, can't. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, That's pretty good. Of course. It's, good. it's in the description yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. the picture there. Yeah. The yeah, world's yeah. most powerful. I don't. <laughs> guys, I don't know. Just, no, I think you, there's just, legitimacy there. No, I think I'm just saying. I don't know, man. Uh, the, it must be really fun to drive. The Huracam is Active Films, a United States company uh, there who operate it. Work out of Sacramento, California, established in 2011. It lists itself as one of the leading car media outlets in the U.S. According to Transportation Insider, there are other vehicles fitted with cameras that operate via gyro-stabilized rig. However, the Italian supercar is the fastest of its kind in the world. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely into that. I mean, who knows? Maybe that vehicle has been used in some of your favorite sequences and you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Car chase scenes right. and mm -hmm. races and so forth it would be a cool camera angle in f1 but there's no you couldn't obviously do that mm -hmm. no obviously maybe the the um safety car could it could maybe we, could we get the safety car view i mean <laughs> it's be so unnecessary yeah yeah <laughs> uh because it's in the front i guess it could be facing back Oh, that's a lot of work uh -huh. for one camera angle. You got cameras everywhere, anyways. You got cameras you got in the cockpit, so. And they're decent quality nowadays. Yeah, I know. You don't need such a big camera in a lot of cases, but this one they want such beautiful stabilization with the. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I know the safety car already has cameras. That just I'm just saying, like, have a rig to that extent. Sure. Quite a 
Lego Optimus Prime is a flawless retro toy mashup that actually transforms. Uh, two of the greatest toy lines of all time combine, combine forces to create a set that 80s kids are powerless to resist. Oh, well, I'm an 80s kid, I, so I, I'm powerless now? I gotta get it? I definitely was a big Transformers guy. Well, I don't know about big, but like you know when you're a kid, you're into something for a bit. Yeah. Into Transformers for a bit. Were you into Lego? I was into Lego for a bit. For a bit? Yeah, I mean, okay. were you more than a bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. like... I love Lego. Like... Uh, I still do. A five-year period, a 10-year period? What was your peak Lego? What age? He's still going. No, I know he's still going. <laughs> I'm asking his... I'm yeah. asking for his Lego oh. peak. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess from five to maybe 12. That's a big peak. Five's really. Yeah. I was going to say seven peak. would be more like... A, yeah. You must have been like a phenom, a Lego hmm. I love genius. building hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, this thing costs $170. Well, I mean, that's... I think that's reasonable. Oh, yeah? How cool that thing looks. Hmm. I, I'd go get it for, for my kids to put together. I'm not a big Well, you got to put it together, and then it's going to do the transforming. Yeah. It's like a bonus. I wonder how many pieces it is. Oh, there you go. 1,508 pieces. That's a pretty big set, man. Take a while. You're going to need some commitment level from those youngsters. Yeah. To not leave this one halfway done. Because we've all seen one of the halfway done setups. Yeah, it's very sad. It's no good. Not this one. We can't be walking past that. No. We're going to be cool. uh, very upset about it. But anyway, yeah, it looks like a lot of specialized pieces as well. Sort of one-off Lego pieces mm-hmm. here in order to create the uh, Optimus Prime profile. I'm surprised Lego never got into the Transformers up until now. Or maybe they did, but just maybe. It was too complex. I don't know, because <laughs> they, they love the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Lego and Star yeah. Wars are like two peas in a pod. They just love each other. But these collabs always pay off. People love this stuff. Yeah, that's They're cool. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, a Coca-Cola advertisement made by spreading grains of for pigeons in St. Mark's Square, Venice, 1960. That's a sick idea. So a simple way to make a giant Coca-Cola sign, just attract the pigeons in the shape of uh, the words Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Simple and effective in an era where maybe uh, the digital means of doing something like this. I don't There were no digital means of doing something like this. How about Venice? What a crazy place as well. Yeah. Just water city. Like sometimes it's underwater, other times less so. And some like there's been moments where this entire town square has been mm-hmm. covered in water. Such, such a wild place, but historic. And if you were going to set up a bunch of pigeons somewhere, I mean, this is kind of a decent backdrop. I wonder if they had authorization to do this. Or if you just, uh-huh. do you even need authorization to do this to feed the pigeons at that scale? Like you're going to need a lot of grain or whatever you're feeding yes. to cr- like in order to sustain them in that location so perfectly in order to spell out Coca-Cola. Yeah, you're dumping wheelbarrows of grain. You got to have barrels, don't I you? I imagine there'd be a lot of poop afterwards. Ooh, you know true. what I mean? But, aren't, clean that but up. how far would these pigeons travel for this event? 
Like aren't those and white? They, they like, don't know what's happening. But aren't these pigeons? No, no, like I'm saying, aren't these pigeons nearby anyway? Aren't they pooping anyway? Yeah, true. Like the this Great is Venice a pop- feeding. This is a pop. I mean, that's a popular spot, yeah. right? Yeah, for tourists and stuff. Even in 1960, they're going to be feeding the pigeons. It's just that in this case, they're fed a little bit more and in an unusual shape. But I don't know. That being said, how to how far away could a pigeon catch wind? of the coca-cola feeding and then adjust his plans for the day you know could he come from a few <laughs> miles or kilometers and be like oh i heard that coca-cola is doing a commercial yeah doing a green event doing a green event <laughs> down there in saint mark square it doesn't really look uh planned or staged because the people like you just see people randomly walking well i don't around. they didn't shut it down they definitely did not shut down the no. square in order to do this i don't even know if you could so well, now, yeah, people, people, you get fine. Yeah, of course <laughs> you get fined nowadays. You'd be litigated and everything else. 1960 was freewheeling. Yeah. This is cool. That is 1960. Cool. To like Coca-Cola, no problem. We love you. And we had the coffee Coke yesterday. It's a double Coke. Coke. It's a double Coca-Cola here in the show. Yeah. And they uh, got the um, perspective right. Mm, it's not misshapen it. or anything. No, yeah. Cool. Uh, now the photo, are they on a building, I guess? They must yeah, be. I mean, even yeah. you even start to think about executing the photo, like it's not even in color. Mm-hmm. You're executing the photo in 1960. Uh, you have to have a tripod or like what's going on? Solid, very interesting. Very cool. Okay, here somebody says to me in the chat, Lou, you don't understand how many pigeons are there every day, millions. Whoa. So we have some Venice insight here. I think millions? it's like a very pigeon place because high density. Yeah. Lots uh, of people eating snacks and lots to do yeah they just love the tourist locations the yeah. pit the pigeons they do yeah so james cromwell oh, super glued his hands to a starbucks counter to protest oh. vegan milk charges uh who, who is james cromwell am i supposed to know i don't know i have um, no idea who he's an actor oh, okay all right let me just uh See you see if we recognize so what kind of movie he's in or something like that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's um pig, that'll do pig. He's uh from Babe, the movie Babe. He's eighty two years old. Whoa. Looking pretty good. Yeah, I saw Babe back in nineteen ninety five. I was ten years old. I don't remember it. He's the old farmer, I guess. Yeah, there he is. You remember that? No, I'm just saying I can see oh. him on the title. Oh, I don't okay. remember it though. I don't know if I watched that movie. Wow, I be- think I feel like in that Babe movie, there's a moment where he's gonna slaughter one of the ants. Am I crazy? He was the evil. I don't know, man. Man, I don't even want to speak out of line on ba- on Babe. Okay. I don't even want to speak out of line on it. But now he's gluing his hand at the Starbucks. I don't know why <laughs> Starbucks is such a target for this. Yeah. Starbucks give you any milk you want in the world. Uh, but they're mad. They're it's not like they're selling meat, really. I mean, no, no, it's the milk one that they're mostly milk. interested oh. in at the moment. And uh, the latest trend is the gluing of the hand. You yeah. just glue your hand to something. You're gluing the hand, and that's the part that I don't. I mean, it's, it's up to you. You don't like you. You want the vegan milk, okay? Um, it's aggressive though. That sounds. But risky. the gluing of the hand. As opposed to, I guess you're trying to chain yourself. It's the modern chaining thing. But I want to know what type of glue you're using on the skin. And uh, the type of pressure you're putting on the employee there. 
can't I don't know. Can you stand there? Like, is the gluing critical? Because he's not the first to do it. It's a trend now going on. So what happens if it's happened before? Do they just stay there until I don't know? Like, medics come and find a way to separate it, and they handcuff them. I would presume that's the case. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's painful. I, again, I don't know what this glue substance is. What type? Are they just using regular? If you need a pretty serious glue to be glued with your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a of, lot of people super say glue. it's super glue. That's what it said, super glue. Yeah, so that's not... I don't You ever read the label on that? That's not recommended. No, I think it would peel your skin off probably if there's enough on there. So... Mm-hmm. That's risky is I don't know I'm why saying. that's the necessary part to make yeah. the statement. The incident happened Tuesday. Protests coordinated with People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA. Cromwell, longtime supporter of the group, serves as honorary director. Oh, he's he's deep. He's big, yeah. Seen of, on video posted by the organization asking Starbucks to stop charging more for vegan milk. It's an interesting uh, Hold on a second. target here. He's okay if they charge the same amount as whatever the other offering is. Only don't charge free. more. He wants it for free because if you just get regular milk, it's free. Oh, I see. Okay. But if you get a coffee with milk, there's no charge. Ah, I see. It's part of the deal. But if you, like, I thought it was more about the animals, not about the money. But it sounds like it's, a, it's about the idea that it costs more. Well, because he's saying that it's people aren't taking it because of the cash. His, his point is that if it was the same price, a lot more people would opt for it. Oh. And therefore, Starbucks would be a smaller purchaser of cow milk. That makes sense. Okay. That's his point. Okay. But I, I would assume that Starbucks is just going to charge what they can for it and also whatever their costs associated. Now, maybe PETA is sitting there saying, uh, we got sources for almond milks that'll at a better deal or whatever, that you don't need to charge more. But I'm pretty sure it costs more. Am I crazy? Yeah, of course it would. I feel like even in the supermarket it yeah. costs more. I yeah, mean, it's I, It does, right? I don't actually know, but I, I'm, I'm making the assumption. Starbucks charges uh, currently charges $0.70 cents extra for dairy alternatives, including soy, coconut, almond, and oat milk. It's just amazing. They carry all these milks. It's going to be 17 <laughs> milks before you're done. Uh-huh. I want to know what you can't milk. They can milk all of it. You can. They, uh, they could have cashew milk. Oh, There's one other place I get. They offer me to cashew milk. So you can milk it. Why does he gotta you do milk the, it. the whole glue thing? Why doesn't he just open up his little shop next to it and start giving away all free milks. vegan anything you want? Because the free. super glue is way easier. <laughs> oh, here now they had they, they they made some headway. The chain recently dropped the surcharge at its United Kingdom stores. We'll see. Maybe the argument here. Maybe there's another argument, which is that. Uh, Starbucks is making so much cash, they don't need the 70 cents oh, okay. to cover there. Maybe they just, it's supply ah. and demand, they just know, they just know they can, uh, they can charge that. We got breaking oh. news in the chat. Someone says that, that Mo was fired for playing FIFA on the job. That's a double story. I think Mo might be. With the FIFA and the Xbox. Yeah, uh. I think Mo might be. Okay, here's the quote. My friends at PETA and I are calling on Starbucks to stop punishing kind and environmentally conscious customers for choosing plant milks, Cromwell said in a press release. We all have stake in the life and death matter of climate catastrophe, and Starbucks should do its part uh, ending by ending its vegan upcharge. I don't know. I don't know if – I guess Starbucks is a, probably a good target because they may actually do it. Right, mm. this is probably in line with their clientele, and they may actually do it. 
It, it doesn't bother me that he's got a problem with it or the whole group in general, but it's just the the the, the action that you have to take and go to this length. I don't know. It's a it's little a, much. It's but also, it, I guess it is working. I it's don't know. also like, I don't know, man. For some reason for me, when I see these type of situations, I'm like, okay, here's Starbucks, right? Starbucks selling coffee around the world. Imagine the complexity of that business, all the places in which you could point at and say you could do this better like right. buying beans shipping them where they're roasting them who's suffering are they getting paid a fair amount uh whatever cups that you're encouraging me to take what plastics you're using straws, straws yeah, lids yeah, yeah, it's tough. uh milks and which is the most environmentally friendly and and i don't even know i remember reading something about almond milk and how there are consequences, uh, water consumption usage when you have droughts in the places the almond milk is is create. And it's just like, oh, it's endless. Yeah, it's yeah. honestly, it gets endless. Or the bees, the bees getting transported in from their natural habitat, then then all of a sudden catastrophe. All these bees dying because they need to be used in the process of making almond milk. And I'm just like, I mean, I got all these milks in my fridge. I open my fridge, I got all these milks. <laughs> No, I'm telling you, like, it's not, some of these are delicious milks. They are, yeah. I but, drink oat milk but all par, the time. But part of me wonders if the whole world, like, switched overnight, and I'm sure someone's done this math, which is the most optimal milk? That's what I want to know from a consumption, from an energy consumption perspective. Because even these oats, you're milking oats. I don't know. They got to soak in water for a long time. You need a lot of water. Yeah. And then the water guy's going to be upset. I just don't know. Yeah. I just, what else do you have to do? Do they soak in water at room temperature? Is there heating involved? Uh, the almonds, yeah. we obviously know what's involved. Well, the oats, you got to grow them first. You got to water the oats to grow them. I mean, you could eat the oats as well. But what happens to the leftover oats? They go to dog food? There's, there's got to be. Because that oat is a, a not turning 100% into yeah. milk, right? If you ever try to milk an oat, Try to no an oat. <laughs> Did you ever try? Like it to... has an udder. <laughs> I'm sa I'm saying, man, if you 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 soak an oat, the oat is left over a lot of the material. Like there's always going to be a byproduct yeah. of something a, that a you're buy, doing. I like that byproduct. Yeah. yeah. What are the byproducts and how efficiently can we use those? But it's beyond the scope of anything yeah. that any one individual can really tackle, especially once you add in the company trying to be successful make money and have a sustainable business model all al alongside the yes. customer mm -hmm. demands and so forth it's very complicated it's like yeah. when it's like when apple tells me that i can save the world by buying a new laptop that it's like, like oh really it's environmentally <laughs> carbon neutral and mm -hmm. it, like i feel really good about that I'm like okay let me buy the laptop but then i'm like do i need a new laptop because yeah. there's a lot of materials and things that went into that that had to be extracted from the earth yeah but that somehow you're removing my guilt, which is now enabling me or encouraging me to buy a new thing that I might not have needed in the first place. And then the other one just Thus goes Thus wasting more yeah. products. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely at least a conversation around it's it that you're in the about. business of, of selling me things on a yearly basis to pad your bottom line that in many cases probably don't have to re be replaced on a yearly basis. I've been using my, actually Mo was asking me earlier today how old my MacBook Air was and it was 2016. It's fine. And I mean, I don't, it's not like uh, getting to the point where it's unusable or there's not enough storage or something. So I have nothing to complain about, but yeah, it's like what, eight years? I never changed my laptop once. And you live in life. 
I'm doing just fine. I know, but you don't fit into the keynote. I mean, the keynote treats you like you're getting a new one every year. Well, I'm just not that customer. No, I know. But I'm saying the way that if, listen, if you were hanging out around here and you saw the keynote. Yeah. And you sit there and you watch the whole sales pitch. Mm -hmm. It's almost like matter of fact that this new one is so much better. They don't come out with the keynote and go, yours is fine. (laughs) Made some minor improvements. Yours is fine. Like car companies yeah, don't do it. Like the whole premise yeah, of it. this thing continuously moving. We got to make money, right? You got to make a couple trillion dollars. In a direction is re- required based on that. And then all the people who work for those companies need those things to happen as well to have yeah. that cycle. So yeah. it just gets so big picture so fast for me that I just can't even yell at them about their milks. And the dairy industry is so huge. They have an infrastructure already. Oh, that you would have to rebuild. Oh, yeah, like the, yeah. the whatever, logistics rebuild. and... Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess what they do in their case is they just focus in on the cow and they say, and they go and they envision the singular cow and they go, you know, if uh, 12 people switch to almond milk or whichever one he's promoting, which I don't know which one it is, but any of the other ones, this cow doesn't, isn't here. I mean, I think they, they, they try to make it as... Uh, actionable as possible, as simple as possible for the purpose of right. that, but, that but, particular organization. Will makes a good point on, on, the, on the fact that the infrastructure, like any big business, has been built out. So, like, they have machinery that probably pumps, I don't know, many of cows' milks at once. Or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, they definitely Like, the efficiencies. They definitely the got efficiencies. Those. And so then all they of a sudden... They definitely got those. But it's, it's every action is But a then reaction. they're talking about methane and the waste that yes, all those of course, of course, produce. Yeah. And then you got to run numbers against all the oats that Will wants to milk. And then you end up having the actor super glue his uh, yeah. hand on the look counter at all there. The, yeah, look at well, all yeah, that's where it ends up here. <laughs> that's where we're at. That's the and that's the conclusion. That's the yeah. the end of the calculation. But yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that forever. Yeah. Oh, now we get to the fun stuff. Yeah, let's get to the let's fun. get to the fun <laughs> stuff because I got I got oats to milk. Uh, <laughs> Oh, baby. Snake climbing palm tree is the title of this particular video clip. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know. I didn't even know Whoa. they did this. I mean, I should have known they did this because how do you think they get up there? But yeah. I didn't expect that. No, to look like that? No, yeah. I mean, it looks so clean and satisfying. Whoa. Wow. Cool. Now. It's a rhythm. Here's the thing. Can, is that This is to catch birds, I guess, and nests and stuff because that's what they would want to eat, right? Sure, yes. Wow, this is very effective. It, Wait, t- it would take you a while, though. You you don't know if he's a vegetarian. Maybe he's going for the coconut. Oh, <laughs> can't, you, the coconut. can't you see his tiny pita t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's actually glued himself to the tree. <laughs> no, that's neat. Uh, yeah, it, it's one of those weird ones where it seems so obvious when you see it, but yet... Somehow you lived this many years of your life and you've never seen a, a snake climb a tree. No. Like, I, I don't know. I wonder what percentage of people are sitting here watching this show and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I've seen this happen yeah, before. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's good Versus point. are uh-huh. like us because here we were three for three. All three of us are like, damn, never saw a snake climb a, climb a bomb tree. No. But I think it's all the right scenarios too. It can't be like a huge... Like snake, mm. 
can't be like a super I mean, thick this, tree. This one's pretty. This yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's like well, an it can't anaconda. be a small snake. I don't think you, you want. Know? I don't think you want to mess with this guy. No, definitely not. But he's fast at first. I wonder if he gets tired because at one point, yeah. he is everything moving. for them is so circular. These the movements and such, man. That is such a unusual creature the snake isn't it and how did the uh, this particular snake know how to climb a oh tree? some somebody in the chat says this is actually the only snake capable of doing that oh so it's a certain type of snake that has mastered this uh, process but definitely snakes get into trees and so they maybe aren't quite as elegant but I wish I could find more information about this, but not all I get is Reddit. funny comments. No, no, not on Reddit. No, it would be it would definitely be to try to get eggs, find a bird's nest. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's no other motivation. It's definitely not running away from anything. I can't imagine uh like it's a big enough snake that I do wonder what the predators would be. Palm trees, would you have eagles there? What would be the predator for such a thing? I don't know. Some sort of mongoose or something. Yeah, probably. Mm. I, I didn't expect to say mongoose today. <laughs> well, like, I just never crossed my mind either. Makes sense. Snake brought it out of me. These guys proving the engineering feat that Vans shoes are by scientifically testing are by scientifically. Oh, I see. They're saying that Vans shoes are an engineering feat. So they tested yes. them scientifically to, to see always if they land always right land side right up. side up. Got it. Have you ever tried this? Apparently, never. it's a uh, conspiracy. I've never hmm. tried this, but certainly the soles are heavy on them compared to the upper. The, the soles are way heavier. Get out of here. So the video <laughs> shows a guy throwing a couple vans, and they all land upside or yeah, right, side, right up. side up on the sole. Even if they like launch it Whoa. into a hallway. It's very interesting. I don't know. It always. Whoa. Remember we were talking about this the other day? Oh, you got I'm Ryan's attention. I'm skeptical on this one. I Do you have know. any vans? Not the traditional. I have um a different. I don't own vans either, kind. so I can't test this either. No, I can't. But now I have it. to order a pair okay. just to test this. You have to. I have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why this would be such an important thing to engineer. <laughs> I guess you can just throw them to the front door and they're always... Maybe. I wouldn't... Uh, yeah, I'd I probably don't, never I don't use know it. What the it could be fake. ...advantage of that. But, yeah, we should go test them. <laughs> like I said, it's it could be a weight thing. Maybe if he threw it from a lower lower height, right? Lower height... They didn't have enough energy to flip back over. I don't know. But man. never is that. I mean, we saw a few videos. Never they're, they're ever. They're definitely weighted on the bottom. Uh, I would find it pretty useful when you're taking off your shoes yeah. with your feet, and they're always right side up. That's kind of useful. Wait a second. Here's another reason, which somebody just reminded me. There's they're they're for skating, right? For skateboarding. Yeah. So yeah. if they always land right side up, your ankle might be happy about that. Oh. So it's helping you. Well, it's just like the tendency for them is to land flat mm -hmm. as opposed to on their side. And if you do land on the side, then then it wants to go flat. Right. The shoe. I don't know. I'm That's, sure plenty of people have completely yeah. had their ankles explode while wearing Vans. Yeah. But, um, we're going to have to obviously test this. I don't know what people think. Let me know if you think it's fake or real. What do people, do people in, in the thread here think is fake or real? Did anyone say? I wish I just had a van on. I could just throw it right now and just see. Mm. All right. No, nobody knows for certain. 
Somebody got tested out. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. These videos are clearly fake. The shots are reversed. If you watch it playing forward, the shoes are already soul side down on the floor. Then they jump into the <laughs> air and the guy catches them. <laughs> See, they're always funny yeah. comments. There like, is no magic here, here, just tricky editing. Yeah. So the shoes are jumping on their own and it's not magic. Exactly. Deep fakes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure everyone, well, a lot of people have bands, right? You can just test it out and see. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping. Someone run for the fans right now and let me know in the, the comments. The one that caught me is coming up when he throws it on, like, the shelf and it lands flat. It does not look right. There's somebody in the chat says, I just, I'm doing it right now with my vans and it works perfect every time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Someone says the vans are a paid actor. <laughs> All of them? Every single one. All right, we can't speculate. We'll just get our own. But I we'll get to the, the bottom guy. of it. I don't know. This is a we got to figure out this conspiracy for sure. Yeah, yeah. Get to Next the bottom episode. of it. Yeah, we got another person confirming. Jeez, farmer who flipped car off his land found not guilty of criminal damage. This was kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! So this is somebody. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wow. One of the car's passengers tries to stop him. But Mr. Hooper had had enough, forcing the car off his drive, left there as the owner and his friends drank in the sun. The jury today decided this was reasonable force used to defend his property after hearing that moments before this footage, he was punched when he asked the driver to move it himself. Farmers, man. Farmer and his wife left court a moment of relief. Mr. Hooper was found not guilty of dangerous driving or causing criminal damage. Instead, his friends say he dealt with a growing issue of people mistreating the countryside. It gives people a picture that, uh, you know, what life can be like when, you know, you live in quite a remote place. And please come and enjoy it. We want you to enjoy it. But with a bit of respect. It, it, it just shows that um, these people can't just come and cause trouble in the area and get away with it so what what happens we if we don't get some result like this we could expect a lot more switch life to happen something though this farmer hopes will never happen again a chance now to go back home comforted by the support of his friends and family thank you very Very much everybody it is kind of surprising that that he well, first of all, obviously he went to this extent. What but, a dramatic video! Yeah, definitely. First Flipping of all, the car with the definitely that he went to the extent to just lift the car and flip it straight out, but also that the people refused to move it. Like it's his land. What uh-huh. are you gonna? Like, did he give him the final warning when like he's well, rolling he, up? He got punched. Slow. He got punched in the face. No, I mean like so, well, allegedly that was before he got the so, tractor. I think though. Yeah, I think he asked yeah, him. Yeah. But when the guys are sitting there in the car and he's kind of going slow and they see him coming, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a warning. Like, hey, maybe mm-hmm. we should get going now. <laughs> and then he starts hitting. No, the because car. it's like any fight. It always turns into you won't do it. Yeah, you won't do it. Yeah, right. say, Yeah, I will. And then he just lifts it up what's what also interesting there? is how his his little unit there his he got like the forklift i guess he uses it for moving uh hay or whatever sure but what's cool about it is it's also so tough and rugged the guy's trying to kick it and open it and it's not budging one bit no uh-huh. his unit that so. thing is like a tank and he also the guy got clipped a little bit yeah i think that would hurt and then if you notice in the second clip the car is upright so he actually put it on its 
tires. Because when he first flips it, it lands on its back, right? Let's see here. Let's get to the bottom of this. Okay, he lifts it like this from the rear end up over the fence, I guess, and then it lands... It's on its side. It's so, like the vans. <laughs> and, no, I think this one, no, it's no. staying on its side, and then he pushes, pushes, and then you get a cut. But it's definitely on its side, so he takes the time to get it oh, yeah. up, upright. And then he hits the guy. Like, as if oh, wait, the guy, Is it upright? Yeah. Or it's upside down. It's still, oh, upside. It's still, it's still upside down. Okay, he's so, got to figure it out. So he's not, never mind. He's not trying to... <laughs> It looks like it's perfectly parked <laughs> yeah. on the road, but yeah. it's just upside down. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. He nah, just drives Listen, off. he was pissed off, that's for sure. And no, I, I was confused. I thought they were in the car. They were drinking. The car was parked that's there. That's right. And then that's why. Okay, I get that's it. That's right. He told him to get out of there. It's his land. And then he punched him. Drink on yeah. there. And then he yeah. retaliated, allegedly. And then, obviously, due to video evidence here, we know what the consequences were. Yeah. Crazy. Turtles, you hear? We have another. Tur- <laughs> this is turtles. Will. This is Will's trend. He's on a turtle trend. I like it. Turtle updates. Turtles sunning on an unstable log in the river. <laughs> oh, oh, this is great. Teamwork. <laughs> wow, that doesn't seem very relaxing, though. That they have to keep. Oh, they're all going down. <laughs> that was just. Fun. Are they all going down? Well, they come back though. Shout out, Daniel. Thanks for the super chat. Have fun in Vegas. Uh, they go down, they go up. They get yeah, some sun, you know. then they get dunked. And I guess that they like a little bit of both. Sometimes you get warm, and some, then you cool down. Climb back up. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a little balance to it. But they they certainly find a rhythm. Mm-hmm. They find a rhythm to rock back and forth. That's cool. But you would want the log to be still because you're sunbathing. I don't, but it can't happen because there's all these no. new guys want to get on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, so they, they, they're they like can't that, relax. They're like, that looks pretty good. So they start to climb up, which pulls, <laughs> the, like, oh, Fred. pulls the log down and gets it rocking again. It's like last guy to stay on the log wins. And the guy <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. No, I mean, some guys, have great, some guys yeah. have great position. I mean, if you watch closely, some mm-hmm. guys, they're never in doubt. The big guy, he's doomed from the get-go. And he's right? sideways. He's he's not I mean, he's as big as the whole log, so like something's, <laughs> something's dipping. He's not getting completely dry no matter what. He's the what. problem. He's tilting the whole <laughs> He's definitely a problem, no doubt. Man, his whole butt gets done every set. swing, and then he's like, I, at some point I think he gives up because I don't know if he lost grip. I think he's just like, enough, <laughs> yeah, like, enough of that, enough of that. He swims away. <laughs> enough of that. That's classic. Yeah, enough of that sun tanning. Yeah. Well... Will, 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 I got the oh, snacks. I got the snacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real you quick. got the snacks. Yeah, what Just are we cute. doing? Hold on. What are we doing? A snack taste test? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can... Absolutely. No one's going to turn bring, snacks around here. Are you crazy? Yeah. We'll take snacks. Willie Do almost forgot. Must have yeah. forgot. Ryan's the snack What's that? man. It's the wide right now. The wide, this one. It can just see everything. A little snack taste test to finish up the show. You can just sit down. You I, have I to say it into the mic. You yeah. gotta say it the mic. No we one can hear you. We can't hear you, man. 
You got this, Ryan. <laughs> All right, well, I think you got to cut. I think you got to cut the music for okay. this because if this Wait. is going to be a clip here, yeah, don't go anywhere, everybody. This is going to be a clip here. Okay. So, All right, what do we have I here was, today? I was Ryan? at this grocery store to get some some water and some stuff this morning, and I, I I bought some other chips too. But I was walking down the aisle, and then I saw this and it caught my eye. Because the word magic was in there, first of all. But these magic. are called magic masala. I don't know what masala is. I'll check it out after. Maybe we'll we'll check it out. But they're, uh, it's, it's just from India. Yeah, Indian. And I'm assuming it's spicy. I like spicy stuff. Uh, so oh, let's wait. see. Oh, wait. Maybe not. What do we got here? Garam masala from Persian and Arabic. It's a blend of ground spices originated from India. Okay, yes. It is common in Indian, uh, Pakistani, mm. Nepalese, uh, Bangladeshi, Sri Lankan, and Caribbean cuisines. That's nice. It is used alone or with other seasonings. That's nice. What? Ooh, to, how would you kick. what? Go ahead and describe. To oh, us it gets spicier after. What's going on here? Um, I get like a, a sweetness of almost like a butter chicken at first, and then it gets mm. real spicy, like mm. hot spice. Um, it's good. Okay. I like spicy chips. Okay. And this one. I've never bought these. Well, in my yeah, I think you life. have to give us a rating or something. Oh, on the chips. Doing, yeah. Well, the problem is, I like a lot of chips. Like well, I just we, like chips just in general. Out of one, uh, you know, one to ten. I'm gonna give these uh, an eight. Okay. Yeah, it's good spice. Eight's pretty good. It's tasty. I, yeah. Some people might go for. They might reach for it if they know you gave it an uh, eight. Give it a try. Yeah, if you like spicy, spicy food. Um, Twinkies. Okay. These have been around for like so long, and you mm. see them every time you're at the Seven Eleven. Right. Or the right. Yeah. Store. I never reach for them. Like I'm just not that guy. I don't. I don't eat a lot of sweets. Like I don't get, get right. chocolate bar. I'm more of a chip guy. You see. Okay. But Twinkies. Like I've never seen them at the store I, before. That, and I bought them. Well, two reasons. One, I think they're hilarious. <laughs> and I live here. <laughs> no, I mean they're definitely at the store. I see them all the time. Will. I don't see. You're them. not looking for it. But have have you ever had one, Will? I've had one. Okay, yeah. you've had a Twinkie. You've obviously had a Twinkie. I think so. Okay. You don't seem impressed, man. Have I? I don't know. Like, uh, do you like you, them? you guys are making me question my entire life right now. I feel like those were at my at school. Like everybody had those, right? Twinkies. Yeah. At one point in time, here. Oh no. There was one guy that does. There was one guy I think that tried to live off Twinkies for an entire year or something and died. Whoa. What? Really? Is that a story? Did I make that up? You would die. Some, it was something like that. There's nothing. He no might nutrition. not have died. He might not have died. Somebody tried to live off Twinkies for a year exclusively. Sure. I believe I remember that story. So what? It's like a cake with. Let's try it. Out. Uh, with some type of icing inside of it. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's always. It's like Coca Cola. These mm-hmm. things have been around since I was a kid, and it's always the same. It's never changed. There's no. Right. I don't think there's any iterations. Just Twinkie. It's a sweet cake with like an. Uh, Cream filling. Yeah, nothing it's special. Good. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so simple, mm. but so delicious. That was a fun one. And of course, our local favorites, Tim Hortons. They do it all. They do cereal now. Like, mm. have you seen the Tim Bits uh, birthday cake cereal? Mm-hmm. Well, seen it. I haven't bought it. Uh, it's not bad. Just try mm. it out. Uh, I caught these ones. I was looking for granola bars. Tim Hortons. They got the caramel granola bars. I haven't tried one yet. Oh. I'm going to give one a taste. Ah, let's try one out right now. Why see. Why would Tim Hortons have a granola bar? I have no idea, but why Why wouldn't they sell them at their restaurant? And they should start selling cereal, too. What are you going to do, get a bowl of cereal at the coffee shop? I guess. You got kids, you want to go have a coffee, maybe they have a bowl of cereal, you grab your double-double. Don't mind that. Yeah. Hmm. I can't anticipate this is going to be really good, but let's just try a bite. Mmm. Salted caramel. 
It's pretty good. Not good for you. Neither is that. Neither is that. But it was pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't your agenda with these three snacks. No, I just, I just literally, I wanted to bring some fun on, on the show in terms of food when I was walking through the aisles at the you, grocery You know store. what? The thing I just realized about the Twinkie is like, I feel like a key part of it is the size of it. Yeah. It's not that big. It's just like a little a, snack. It's like very a, light. Yeah, it's like a, a small treat. enough little thing mm-hmm. that uh, it's, it's not a huge commitment. And they never changed the size either, I don't think. I don't it's know. It's always been the same. It's yeah. it's it's so consistent. They, you know, they'll change different flavors. Or they'll do mega-size them like you, you know. And no, this is just the Twinkie. Hmm. Anyway, that's it. I didn't want. I'm not going to take any more. Of okay, you guys so it's, time. An eight, it's an eight out of ten on the uh, on eight the chips. Eight out of ten, and this is just this is just fun. I would never even buy these again. What out of ten? What is it? I, I want to say it's like a, a nine. Like it's awesome. Yeah. It's look. You're not going and getting the a fancy nine. dessert. It's obviously something you're picking up at the mm-hmm. at the sev, but. It's pretty good. Here yeah. we got a uh, our last super chat of the day. Uh, thanks to Jay, he says Bronco fact, Willie. There's a Bronco Pope mobile, old and new. CNN Ultra now has a taste segment. So glad I canceled Netflix for the community. <laughs> Shout out to Shout the community. Out. Yes, this is a definitely Thanks. a notch above Netflix. Uh, we like to call it CNN Ultra, as you know, which is the uh, the evolution because we used to be CNN Plus. Thank you to Ryan for uh, gracing us with his presence for the last few days. Mm-hmm. He'll be heading back to the other side of the country tomorrow. So uh, everybody say bye bye. Thanks everybody. Thanks, I know, Will. I don't know. Give him a thumbs up or something. Yeah. So you don't have. He to, feels warm and fuzzy it's been fun. inside, and like he's been welcomed by the community. I'll be in the chat next week. We'll, sitting at home. We'll uh, we'll see him again someday. That's right. Who knows what he'll bring? Uh, today it was Twinkies. Next time, I'm, it'll be a shockwave. I bring the heat. <laughs> or just, yeah, maybe a meltdown. <laughs> thanks, thanks everybody, for joining. Thanks for all the super chats. Uh, Will, Will and myself will see you tomorrow, probably with Mo. Sure. I'm guessing. All right, later, everybody.